ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فإن الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وقال الرسول يا رب إن قوم اتخذوا هذا القرآن مهجورا صدق الله العظيم Most honorable ulama, respected Hufaz, brothers and elders. With the grace and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we had the opportunity of witnessing the month of Ramadan. Two weeks ago, we were in the month of Ramadan, and now we are out of the month of Ramadan. In the month of Ramadan, we find many of us easily manage to be involved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and easily stay away from the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well. However, out of the month of Ramadan, why is this not possible? And what can a person do in order to make his life a life of Ramadan? So in the month of Ramadan, we find that there are three important aspects that a person is involved in. With determination, with zeal, with courage, from his own happiness, he wants to do it because he understands the value of the month of Ramadan. First thing is, it's an obligation to fast. What is the effect of fasting? The effect of fasting is that a person cuts his own desire. On a Friday in the month of Ramadan, we are all accustomed to a Friday lunch. But in the month of Ramadan, we cannot think of food as well. Even if it's presented to us, we won't break our fast. Why? We will suppress our desires because it is the month of Ramadan. So that is what is required from us out of the month of Ramadan as well. To suppress our desires for our entire lives. If we carry this out, then... Automatically, instead of going into haram, we will go into halal. And that is in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when a person stays away from following his desires, just the way he stayed away in the month of Ramadan, proving to his own self that if I can stay away from halal for a short period of time, if I can stay away from halal for a short period of time in the month of Ramadan, then out of the month of Ramadan, what is making it difficult? Just following your desires. Following your desires and forgetting Allah Ta'ala. Forgetting the hereafter. So that is the first thing a person must focus on. Why in the month of Ramadan I am able to leave even halal for the sake of Allah Ta'ala? So why out of the month of Ramadan I must fulfill my desire and disobey my Allah? The same Allah who is commanding you not to eat from sahri till iftar is the same Allah that is telling you to stay away from your disobedience even out of the month of Ramadan. So a person needs to practice on suppressing his desire even out of the month of Ramadan. No matter what the situation is, I will stay away from haram. The example of us 
and our greed in this world can be understood by an incident that has been narrated by Hazrat Shah Hakim Muhammad Akhtar Sahib Rahimahullah. So, any student, any person who has studied in Adarul Uloom or in varsity and you are staying in a boarding, he'll be able to relate to this incident. And nowadays, even in the month of Ramadan, when Sahri, when Iftar is provided in the Masajid, we can relate to this. So there was one student, his mother sent some food for him. Mommy's food is coming once in a month, once in a week. Who doesn't like mommy's food? So he took that food and he see, and I come at night before I rest and that, I'll eat this food. Anyway, he had some naughty friends. They picked his lock and they took the child. And they acted as if they didn't know anything. When they were eating, they said, Hey, Abdullah, come here, come join us, eat with us, man. We got some nice food that came for us, come join us. He understood. Guys, they took my food and now they're eating and enjoying it. They're even calling me to come eat. The next time his mother sent food for him, he took laxative and he injected it into all the chicken. And this time he even left his locker open. He said, if they want to take it, they don't need to pick my lock. They can take it for free. I'm happy to give them my food. So the next week they done the same thing. They took his food. They're calling Abdullah, come chow, come have this chicken, man. It's so nice. Said, no, no, no. You people enjoy. I'll watch you eating. The food, there was a queue by the toilet. That is our greed and that is us following our desire. So now we need to understand that the more we are going to go into this world, the more we are going to be following our desire, the more harmful it becomes for us. Now that laxative was put into the food, that is when they realized that this food is no good for us. All of us are waiting in the queue now. So the desire of this world may bring sweetness for a short period of time. But after that it's trouble. You'll be answerable for it in your grave. You'll be answerable for it on the day of Qiyamah. If Allah Ta'ala has to take you to task for it, then even worse. May Allah Ta'ala protect us. So, the first important thing once again is to practice on suppressing our desires. Do I need this? Do I not need this? Must I do this? Is it beneficial for me? Is it not beneficial for me? Our gaze, our speech, what we're listening to, what we are talking, what we are reading... Where, which places are we attending? For how long are we attending? Are we doing useful things in our life? A person should introspect and see that in the month of Ramadan I was able to do it. Why am I not able to do it after the month of Ramadan? Surely each one of us has the ability to do it. And the second aspect in the month of Ramadan that leads us to the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the attendance of the masjid. Any time we find that a person never attend the masjid whole, Ramadan, whole year. But as soon as the month of Ramadan came in, he is the first person in the masjid. For every salah, whether it's Fajr, Zohar, Asr, Jumu'ah, Maghrib, Tarawih, he is the first person in the masjid. Because he understands the value of the month of Ramadan. So his attachment to the masjid makes him an obedient servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's coming in front of the greatest Allahu Akbar. He's coming in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's going into ruku and sajda. When he goes home, he's not the same man out of the month of Ramadan that he'll be oppressive to his employees, to his wife, to his children. Rather, he's a person who is most soft-hearted in the month of Ramadan. He's inclined to goodness. He'll even go ahead to assist his wife in preparation of iftar or sahri. I know of many husbands, mashallah, ever since they've got married, they've made it their responsibility to make sahri for their spouses and children. The month of Ramadan. If you ask them out of the month of Ramadan, do you ever make one cup of tea? No. Only Ramadan, that's my job. Ramadan, this is the soft-heartedness that comes in a person's heart. In the mind is the masjid. A person attaches his heart to the masjid. But let it not be only till the month of Ramadan or in the month of Ramadan. The connection and the attachment of one's heart to the masjid should be for lifetime. It appears in a famous narration in regard to those seven people who will get 
the shade of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. And the sun will be only one mile away from our heads. Some people will be sweating so much, they'll drown until their ankles in their own sweat. Others will sweat so much, they'll drown up till their knees. Others till their waist, others till their chest. And others will be fully drowned in their own sweat. Terror of the day of Qiyamah is a reality. We get one heat wave and everybody is parishan. Hey, today it's very hot. I couldn't manage in my office today. I couldn't walk from the car to the masjid. And today they didn't even on the ACs in the masjid. They didn't even switch on the fan, etc. The day of Qiyamah, there won't be an AC. There won't be a fan. What will help a person on the day of Qiyamah? Rajulun qalbuhu mu'allakun bil masjid. Simply for your heart to be attached to the masjid, that is your AC on the day of Qiyamah. You will get the shade of the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you will be safe from that heat. What does it mean to attach one's heart to the masjid? Doesn't mean that now a person will be seated in the masjid the whole day, the whole night, he's not going to go home, he won't go do any work, etc. Allah will provide for me everything. I want to make sure I'm in the masjid the whole time. No. Just the way each one of us seated right now, we are all desiring that the biryani that we are going to be eating after Juma. Our heart is attached to that. In the same way, if a person's heart is attached to the masjid, that as soon as I left the masjid from Fajr Salah, I'm feeling uncomfortable. I need to go back to the masjid. I must make sure that as soon as Zahar Adhan is sounded, I will be in the masjid. Whether he's at work, whether he's at home, he's thinking of the masjid. I must make sure Asar Salah time is so and so. I must be in the masjid at this time. I need to go shopping, right? These are the times I must go after Salah. I must go before Salah. Will I be delayed? His life is around the masjid. Today we have put the masjid around our lives. The masjid will go whenever we want to go, when we need to go. But for now, my shopping is important. My business is important. I need to attend this family function. That is important. I must go meet my friend at so-and-so place. That is important. And there is no attachment of the heart to the masjid in, in any way whatsoever. Is that attachment only for the month of Ramadan? No. That is why that needs to be rectified. So that a person remains an obedient servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now if we look and study the reward comes to the masjid, just to attend the masjid for salah. A person who comes to the masjid just to attend the masjid for salah, what are the rewards he will receive? As soon as a person begins his preparation to go to the masjid for salah, then he is written amongst those that are performing salah already. Until when? Until he comes back home. A person leaves his home for Jumu'ah Salah, he left at 12 o'clock. Until he performs his Jumu'ah Salah and goes back home, 10 past 1, quarter past 1, that entire one and a half hour or one and a quarter hour that he's in the masjid, is written amongst those that are in Salah. A person performs wudu at home, according to the sunnah, performs a correct wudu, he comes to the masjid. For every step that he has taken to come to the masjid for the fard Salah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards him for every step that he has taken, the rewards of carrying out good deeds for an entire year. And what good deeds? That for that entire year a person has fasted. And that entire year during the night he has spent it in the ibadat and the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So for one step that a person takes to come to the masjid. If a person takes 10 steps from his car to the masjid, he's getting 10 years of rewards like this. The more steps a person takes, the more rewards he will receive. Yet in another narration it appears that a person who walks to the masjid in this manner after having performed wudu correctly, then for every step that he takes, his sins are being forgiven. And his 
status is being elevated by 10 times for each step that he's taken, taking in the coming to the masjid in the sight of Allah, his rank is being increased. That is why our pious predecessors, it is mentioned in regard to them, that they used to make sure that they take small, small steps to the masjid. So the more steps they take, the greater the reward they receive. On a day like this, on the day of Jumu'ah, a person who performs a ghusl in the best of ways, according to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and he comes early to the masjid, and on the day of Jumu'ah, he decides that I leave my car at home, my home is close to the masjid, I will walk to the masjid. Comes to the masjid, he sits close to the member, he listens carefully to the khutbah, and he performs his salah in this way. He doesn't cause difficulty and harm to anybody in the masjid. And he ensures that he's well prepared for attending the Jumu'ah Salah. He doesn't break his wudu, etc. He doesn't talk of worldly affairs. Then what will this person receive? He will receive the reward of an accepted Hajj. We are coming towards the Hajj season now. Many of the Muslims, the youth, the elderly, everyone waiting for their name to come up. My name should come up, I, my, my visa should be issued, my funds are ready, I'm ready to go for Hajj. Allah is giving us this opportunity every week. In fact, for every Salah, this reward has been mentioned as well. person who performs his wudu correctly and he walks to the masjid, for a fard Salah, he receives the same reward. Every week we are getting this opportunity, every day, five times we are getting this opportunity. Come to the masjid, walk to the masjid, make our wudu at home. I don't need COVID to teach me that I must use my facilities at home to make wudu and istinja, etc. The hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is sufficient for me. I must receive the reward of a hajj. Every day if I make wudu at home and come to the masjid, keeping in, this, keeping in mind this virtue, the reward of a hajj, an accepted hajj, Without a visa, without a ticket, without hassles, if we keep these virtues in, in our mind, then we will understand the value of attaching our hearts to the masjid. And further than that, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that a person who attends the masjid, فَشْهَدُوا لَهُ iman, And that is a sign of his iman, iman in his heart. person who doesn't attend the masjid or hardly attends the masjid, there's إِنَّمَا يَعْمُرُ مَسَاجِدَ اللَّهِ مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ those who have iman on the day of qiyamah, those who strive for the hereafter, those who fulfill the obligation of salah and zakat, they spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then these people are those who keep the masjid alive. They are the true believers. That is why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, bear testimony for that person who visits the masjid, that he is a true mu'min. Every person in this world, we have come here to worship Allah ta'ala. And what does the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala require us to do? Today we want to earn the pleasure and happiness of our spouses, our children, our bosses, our employers, the community, etc. But we have forgotten that we need the happiness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. مَا تَوَطَّنَ رَجُلٌ مُؤْمِنٌ الْمَسْجِدَ لِلصَّلَاةِ أَوْ لِذِكْرِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى إِلَّا اللَّهُ لَهُ كَمَا يَتَبَشْبَشُ أَحَدُكُمْ عَلَى غَائِبِهِ إِذَا قَدِرُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes so happy and joyful for that person who attends the mesmerance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just the way a beloved would wait for his loved and beloved one to return from a journey. When daddy is gone for a holiday and he's coming back after two, three weeks Upon his arrival, what joy does a child enjoy? What happiness does he see to see his father coming back home? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are his servants. And when we come to his house, 
to the masjid. We are his guests. Salman al-Farisi radiallahu ta'ala anhu said, that a person who attends the masjid, فَهُوَ زَائِرُ اللَّهِ He is the guest of Allah. وَحَقٌ عَلَى الْمَزُورِ أَنْ يُكْرِمَ الزَّائِرِ And it is the right of the host to honor his guest. So what more honor do we want? Whose happiness are we looking for? That is the joy that a person will get and become. He'll love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah will love him and will become happy with him. That is what we require in our lives and in the hereafter. A person's heart should be attached in the masjid, to the masjid for the rest of his life. And not only that in the month of Ramadan. Because the masjid is that place wherein a person will remember Allah Ta'ala. The masjid is that place where he will come and get spiritual nur and light in his heart. Which he will use in order to dispel the disobedience of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The thoughts of the disobedience of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. The, so- the thoughts of shaitan and his army. If a person doesn't attend the masjid, he doesn't get that nur. A person constantly attends places of evil, places of vice, then his heart will be enveloped in darkness. And when the call of adhan will come to him, the call for salah comes to him, his heart won't be attached to the masjid because his heart is enveloped in darkness. So a person needs to attach his heart strongly to the masjid in this way. A person listens to the adhan, he replies to the adhan, it is the dua after adhan. All his sins are forgiven. So if we put these virtues in front of us, we will automatically be attached to the masjid. So the first one was suppressing our desires by fasting. We were fasting in the month of Ramadan. We were able to suppress our desire of halal for the sake of Allah. Why are we unable to suppress our desires for haram out of the month of Ramadan? In the second, in the month of Ramadan, we attended the masjid very well. We know the great virtue of the month of Ramadan. Even out of the month of Ramadan, if a person keeps his heart attached to the masjid, so many rewards for him. Lastly, the third thing that happens in the month of Ramadan, find that before Salah, everyone is rushing to the shelves of the Quran Kareem. I must read some Quran Kareem. I must make sure I make my khatam. After Salah, he will make sure I recite a portion of the Quran Kareem. Between Asr and Maghrib, I'm free. I won't go home. I will take this time to recite Quran. I will attend the masjid for Tarawih to listen to the Quran. But is the Quran for the month of Ramadan? Quran is for our entire lives. The Quran is for, the, for our entire life. Even if it means that we start with reciting Surah Yaseen, with reciting a page, a portion, an ayah of the Quran Karim, that should be our daily practice. On the day of Qiyamah, one of the scenes that is mentioned in the Quran Karim, wherein Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will complain to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَقَالَ الرَّسُولِ يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ مَهْجُورًا Wallah, my nation, my people have left and abandoned the Qur'an Kareem. And there are different levels of abandoning the Qur'an Kareem, which is a lengthy discussion in the books of the commentary of the Qur'an Kareem, the books of tafsir. And one of the ways of abandoning the Qur'an Kareem is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you this bounty. You don't know how to read. You're not making an effort to learn how to read. You know how to read, but you are not taking out time daily to read the Quran Kareem. You are a hafiz of the Quran Kareem, you can recite the Quran Kareem while walking, while driving, but you still don't want to recite the Quran Kareem. And you have time to read hundreds and thousands of WhatsApp messages, tweets, Instagram posts, etc. Social media, news, what have you. But a person doesn't have five minutes of the day to spare to recite Surah Yasin. It does, a person can't spare a few minutes to recite one page of the Quran Karim day. A person attaches himself to the speech of the Quran. 
then he knows that my connection and my link is the Quran and Allah. My link is the masjid. My goal is to obey Allah and to suppress my desires. So in this way, a person will become an embodiment of the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So to sum up, three simple steps that a person needs to take. Three simple steps, the steps that a person needs to take in order to become this embodiment of the, the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Staying in, do not let that bubble pop. Because after that, you will be required to make tawbah to come back into this bubble. So protecting this bubble and staying in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, come in the environment of the masjid. Recite the Quran, be punctual with your salah, and suppress your desires. Do not go into the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah ta'ala grant me the ability and all of us the ability to practice upon what has been said. Wa akhiru da'wana. And alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.